Hi, ghosts and ghouls. This is Nope, I'm Scared. I'm Alexa. I'm Ella. That's Ella. I cut cool. her off. We're, <laughs> we're doing great. We're it's, off to a good start. I mean, guys, it's been a bonkers week, so like, you, you Absolutely. Gotta... So... Uh, I mean, yeah, like, normally we don't, we try at least not to do, like, really long before the episode stuff, but, like, if you're not a true crimey person, like, uh, <laughs> skip forward, I guess, because <laughs> I there's guess, gonna be a lot of news that happened this week, but, like, this week was, like, the week of true crime things, like, happening all over the place. I have four things to, like, bring you guys up to on. And then, like, it's also, like, maybe I'll do cases of these later, one stuff, but, like... Once we get... Mm-hmm. Like, aside from one of them, though, like, these things are very, like, ongoing. And so it's, like, I wouldn't be doing a case about it for much later on. But, and it's happening now, so I feel like we all have to talk about it. And I'll, I'm going to mm-hmm. do the, like, lesser ones, and then I'll get to the big one at the end, which I'm sure anyone who's listening and knows about true crime in America right now has probably heard about, unless your name's Ella. Um, <laughs> Rude. she did not know what I was talking about. <laughs> um, what if, where have you been all week? Not on TikTok. <laughs> no, That's I don't know. Why. Not on TikTok. Or watching the news, apparently. But it really took off on TikTok, and then the news got to it. I have been very sheltered this week. I mean, I I can respect that. That's fine. I have done work, and then that's about it. Yeah. Well, I will start our news segment now. Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> This is spooky news. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> um, no, okay, so first one's up is Robert Durst, who, um, it's Durst, like, S-T, I thought it was Durst yeah, for a D- long time, but he <laughs> was found guilty, um, like, two days ago of killing his friend, um, and it's believed that he maybe killed that friend because that friend found out or suspected that maybe he killed his wife 20 years ago. And so I need to do more research on that because what the fuck? But, like, this is honestly the most simple of the stories I'm about to, like, get into from this week. This week was crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then... This is only number one. Yeah, and he's also, like terrifying to look at if he was a vampire i would say of course he is um he's like ninety thousand <laughs> like, years yeah, old I believe that. he's ninety thousand years old and he's guilty and gonna be in jail as far as i can tell i don't know if they're gonna do anything about the suspicion about him killing his wife i don't know um next up is a lawyer by the name of alex murdoch from i think south carolina And I don't know what exactly is going on in this case, because I'll tell you it the way I heard it told to me, which was that he was um, suspected of insurance fraud because he had tried to kill himself to get insurance money for his one of his sons or something like that. 
and it was possible and it was coming out that he had in fact put the hit out on himself um and then they started to research into the fact that their housekeeper has died by falling down something and also his wife and son were murdered and i'm like what what and so I, I here, hang on. There is like, so much to unpack right there. That's what I fucking said. Okay, yeah, it's like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there are prominent Southern uh, Carolina, uh, South Carolina, not there's whatever, uh, family, and they're just saying that they have so many secrets from like everywhere. So it's like it started with him hiring a hitman to kill him in, which failed which they would hopefully get millions from for his surviving son. Because, yeah, remember, one of them are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is also his wife and other son were gunned down in their secluded estate three months ago. What? Yes. It's like, what? What? This sounds like you all were just trying to, like, Peace out and leave your son with millions. I don't understand what happened here. That three months is like not. That's not something you do. You're like, oh, I'm gonna have myself killed right after my wife and other son were killed, so that this one son gets a payout. Like, that's not. I mean, like, if that's not what you're thinking three months after your wife dies. I mean, like, potentially this is somebody who like. He lost his wife and son and then was like, I can't do this anymore, but I have to take care of my son. So, like, let's do this. But, like, I I don't know. And either way, it's you're, you're supposed to be there for your son. Your son also lost his mother and his brother three months ago. If you guys had nothing to do with that, you need to be here for your son. Like, what? This is so wild. And then I have to quickly... Hang on. Let me quickly... Okay. And so then moving on to the next one is that um, I believe body like bones were found in the woods of like New Hampshire or something, which is potentially a breakthrough in a missing persons case from like uh, 17 years ago of Maura Murray. And so we're waiting to see if, because that person, that person just flat out disappeared, like crashed her car, supposedly called triple A, they never got a call, and then she just, boop, vanished. And now they're finding bones in the area, and so they're going to have to test it to see if it is in fact this woman who just dropped off the face of the earth. What? What? Uh- Ella's like really yep. thinking through this. She's, yep, yep. She's gobsmacked. Yep. Like, and I am, <laughs> I am breezing through this stuff, like, because I don't want it to be the whole episode. But like, especially since the next one is like, I'm gonna have to like throw a lot of information at Ella and you guys really fast. And it's still ongoing. Well, three down, one more to go. Let's do it. Okay, so the last one and the biggest one that everyone is talking about right now um, is Gabby Petito. 
Um, Gabby Petito was, well, she was on a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend turned fiancé somewhere in there. Don't know how or what or when or whatever. Because um, some, some places keep calling her her boyfriend, but, like, he's her fiancé. And he said it himself, and she would say it. He was, he's her fiancé. And so they, she last talked to her family August 25th. And then nothing. And then he came home to Florida when they were supposed to be in Wyoming, September 1st, without Gabby. And then her okay. family reported her missing on the 11th of this month. And then also when Brian... That was only a few days fiance, ago. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it's like mm, eight a days ago. ago. Eight days ago. Um, and then, so they've been looking for Gabby since the 11th in the last place that she was supposed to be known, which was Teton National Forest in Wyoming. Um, and then when Brian got home on September 1st, he didn't try to talk to her family. He wouldn't talk to police. And he said nothing about what happened and where Gabby is. And he immediately got a lawyer who told him not to talk to anybody. That's shady AF. <laughs> and he's been living with his parents, which is also where Gabby lived. Like, Gabby lived with him, with his parents. And they won't talk to anybody either. Wh what? Mm-hmm. Then it became, and then it was getting out. There's some that they shady had had shit going on down there. They had had a fight August twelfth, where they were pulled over by a cop in Utah, and she was crying and hyperventilating. And they pulled them apart and they separated them for the night, um, because Gabby had been hitting Brian and he had some scratches on his face and his arm. And so they said that in Utah, we have to treat domestic abuse, no matter who's doing what, as as important as it needs to be. So, like, we have to make you guys separated for the night. And if you don't want to pursue this, you can go tomorrow to the depart police department and sign a waiver saying you don't want to press charges, which I'm guessing is what he did. And then they continued on to Wyoming. But that whole body cam footage come out. It's an hour and 20 minutes. I'm like halfway through it. Um, Gabby looks distraught in it, and she is crying through most of it, and, like, hyperventilating, so they separated them there. They put Brian out, and he's kind of all like, uh, I'm sorry about that, man. Like, was I speeding? I didn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, like, what the fuck? And they, like, they're like, oh, you've got something on your arm. And he's like, oh. And he's like, they're like, oh, it looks like finger scratches. And he's like, I'm not complaining. <laughs> What? But again, I'm only halfway through it. But he also has, like, lied twice so far in that video that I've seen. And the cops also picked up on it. But... <laughs> That's so shady. What the fuck? And that was, like, two weeks before she last talked to her parents, too. Like, that was, like, well before. Or actually, it might have even been a month before, I think. Um, But yeah. then also... Her parents, and I, if you haven't been on her Instagram, because I posted her missing picture and stuff, too, for it. It's on her Instagram. 
And then her parents then believed they weren't sure whether or not the text messages and Instagram posts that they were getting from Gabby were actually were from actually her. her. Because, and if you go on TikTok, people have been comparing both of their Instagrams because Gabby posts things in very specific, kind of short, cutesy ways. And he writes full ass paragraphs about like how good he is at like eco friendly hiking guru man so awesome and god a fucking course he does and then like around august 12th that's what her instagram starts to look like paragraphs where she had put like three words or one word or just an emoji in her captions that uh, It feels safe to assume that something happened after that fight. Well, I'm just saying, if you go on a road trip with your fiancé, and you come home without fiancé, and then get a lawyer (laughs) and not talk to anybody, and your mommy and daddy don't talk to anybody, something fucking happened! Yeah, something fucking happened. How do you not... How do you just not come home with a person? It's not like a dog, which is also yeah. It's not like oh, a- I lost her. Oh, she ran away. Like that's not like yeah. You I opened don't do the that. door and like she took off, and I looked for her for three hours. But I guess she wanted to live in the woods. Like no, she's not a like roam free cow. Well, and it's not like he didn't have time to tell people. He got from Wyoming to Florida without saying anything. Well, that's another thing. Apparently. Someone picked him up hitchhiking without Gabby and without their car. And then someone else had found the car because they were traveling in a white van. Not the white van that we all think of. It was like, kind okay. of, think of like a artist white van, whatever. It's okay. like a little different in shape wise. Mm-hmm. And not quite as like dingy and rusted looking. It's like newer. Um, but like he had been picked up hitchhiking and his also his van had been abandoned and then he gets out of the hitchhiking car which i think he had asked them to take him to like mississippi and he then ends up going back to the van and then drives home to florida in the van and takes it to his parents house where the fuck was he what So the Florida police have been trying to get people to say anything for a week. And Tuesday, Brian grabs a backpack, tells his parents, I'm going hiking, which, like, I believe Monday he was made a person of interest in this case. Yeah, that's not something you're legally allowed to do, bud, because that looks like you're fleeing the scene. Like, they don't have, I mean, he already did, because if if we're going to assume anything, the scene of the crime is in Wyoming and he's in Florida. But, like, I mean, and they can't hold him there, but that definitely doesn't look good. Anyway, Tuesday, he grabs a backpack, tells his parents, hey, I'm going for a hike in this national reserve, and then disappears. He is still missing. Well, hiding. Gotta make noise, Ella, because people can't see your face. Well, uh... (laughs) It's, I, 
are people out looking for him? Yeah, there is like squat cars, the FBI, dogs, drones, all searching for him. But they have to stop every night when it gets dark because they can't see anything. Also, his parents waited until like Friday to tell the police that he was missing. Or, I mean, and Gabby's family wants to make it known that like he's not missing. He has disappeared he, himself. He's yeah, flat he out hiding. Ran. He took yeah, a backpack and left. What? The so for like fuck? so this Friday. So for three days, police have been looking both in Wyoming, which they've been looking for as since the eleventh, they've been looking for Gabby in Wyoming. But for three days, they've also been looking for Brian in Florida. And then this morning, what if she's not today, even fucking in Wyoming? Earlier today, Sunday, Sunday the nineteenth of September. They found a body that looks like it might be Gabby in Wyoming. Like, like, hours ago. Five hours ago. Uh, uh. Yeah, that was me. I was like, no. I don't know what to do with any of this. I know. I think that's kind of where everybody is right now. And I told Josh, like, this must have been how people felt with the Lacey Peterson case because it's just bonkers and it's like unfolding before everybody's eyes and I know that there were people that went to Ryan and his family's house and were like yelling outside like where's Gabby which like props to that and like I first covered it one because she's a missing person and two Mm -hmm. she was an active weirdo of the Morbid podcast like she wait is, that's who she was yeah she is a murderino just like all of us and because i saw morbid post it on their instagram and i was like oh okay did not connect the dots here same person and now we think that what we all feared is what happened and i wonder if brian was probably thinking that they're gonna find something soon and decided to just take off it looks like they've confirmed it. Oh, did you look it up? Because I read it when I came home from work, but it had just been, uh... I'm saying update saying that she was found, and some saying that they are believed to be found. It's the remains fit the description of what she looks like and what she may have last been wearing kind of thing. She's so, so cute. So and She's only 22. Like, she was only 22. And so, like, that's why everybody is pretty sure. And her dad posted a picture on in, on Twitter of her standing by, like, one of those wings. You know, like, the painted wings downtown on the, on, mm-hmm. on the walls. And said, like, she touched, she touched the world. And he's basically, and a broken heart. And so it seems like the family is probably just kind of thinking that this is... This is the outcome yeah. that we're getting. <sighs> Autopsy is scheduled for tomorrow. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, again, this is stuff that's still continuing. It's not wrapped up. So next week we may have more updates for you, hopefully. Um, yeah, we will definitely keep updating on this. Because it's insane. It's insane. And I, like, I... 
there's like a weird wave of things where you're like processing the information and you're going, oh my God, this is so crazy. How on earth? And like, how? And then you have the questions like, how long was he planning to do this? Was this the goal of the entire road trip? Or did they just like, because they spent forever in the car together, get like so on each other's nerves that he started thinking about just not having to deal with her anymore and decided that breaking up with her wasn't an option. There are so many questions still, and the only reason we're, or the only way we're going to get answers is if he talks, but he's not going to do that. Well, now that, the, the thing is that Josh has asked me this too, if like, he's like, could the cops be doing more? And I was like, well, right now, they don't have anything because there's no body, there's no blood, there's no witness. So right now, he's a person of interest, but they can't drag him in there because they have mm-hmm. nothing to hold him with. But now that there is a body and it is confirmed to be Gabby, then the next step is find Ryan. And then at that point, he doesn't really have a choice. Like, Well, what the fuck is up with the whole hitchhiking situation? And this, not the theory, perhaps, is that at least on several women, because all the people I've really seen talking about it are women, is that they think that he had stashed like disposed of of Gabby um and then thought I should just leave the van because it'll look too weird which like hitchhiking back to Florida isn't weird I unless he's trying to say people are obviously going to see you and know it's you like unless he's well nobody was aware of him at the time but like I don't know if he was trying to say that, like, they got in a fight and he hitchhiked back home and she kept going to Wyoming. And so that was what he was going to do. But then I think maybe he was people are thinking that he was worried that the van was too close to where everything happened and it would be a dead giveaway, which is why he then took the van back, drove it home. But this is all theories and surmise and I have to say for probably legal reasons that this is all alleged as of this moment because we don't have any information but alleged on everything except for her disappearance but yeah alleged brian's activity is for right now alleged because we don't know for sure it just seems very suspicious Mm mm-hmm okay did not expect any of that. I mean, I told you. It was like, it's been a crazy week for true crime. It's been like everything all happening at the same time. And for some reason, all this week. All this week. It's September. It's no longer August. They were like, yeah, we'll save it for a better month. Ugh, I don't know. I mean, this stuff would have happened like a while ago. Like, but, like, Robert Dersh, he just was convicted of being guilty. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that's something that had happened a while ago. The Maura Murray thing has been years ago, and they've just maybe found, like, body bone fragments or something. And then I don't know what the hell's going on with Alex Murdoch and that situation. Um, and then I like, am very intrigued by that. Yeah. And then we have Gabby, which would have been last month as well so it's just that we're finding all this information out now and it's all still in development 
Yeah, except for Robert Dersh per se, but I he's probably the closest one that I could actually do some research on, look up and present a story about. Everything else is going to be a lot more mm-hmm. following the news. Well, because, yeah, we have to wait and see what happens. Okay, well, I think <laughs> that's, that's all the news that I have for this week. Stay tuned next week for more. That's our news segment. I don't have anything. This has been Spooky News. <laughs> just get your little spooky radio start playing that uh, i put it up on the bookshelf and i, I love it so much it's great <laughs> oh god okay um so now ella well, what have you got for us yeah well i digest that you get to digest all of this case that i am <sighs> about to throw at you oh my gosh uh, so this case is most well known as the Count von Kassel uh, case from the like early to mid nineteen hundreds. Okay. Um, but the man who has earned the title Count von Kassel, his real name is Carl Tanzler, allegedly. Okay. Uh, but we will get to that. Okay. Uh, so, Maria Elena Miguero de Hoyos uh, was a young, black-haired Cuban woman uh, in living in Key West, Florida in the, like, 1910 to 1930-ish okay. is the time range they're giving me for her. Is that Edwardian-ish? Um, is that Edwardian? Yes, yeah. Okay. I love um, the 1910s. Yeah, and then at the age of 21, she contracted tuberculosis uh, and got hospitalized for that. Uh, she also had a sister who died from tuberculosis, as well as a brother-in-law who was extra- electrocuted on a construction site. Wait a second. Um, Isn't tuberculosis what they call, like, another word for consumption? I believe so. And that's, I'm like, not entirely what sure. people thought vampirism was because I, f- I do believe tuberculosis came up in our vampire episode yeah it's because they called it consumption Mm-hmm. yeah just like coughing up blood and all that fun jazz yay yeah okay um so she had a sister who died from tuberculosis and a brother-in-law who got electrocuted on a construction site during work that's crazy uh, after all of that, she got married and then miscarried, mm. uh, and her husband abandoned her and moved to Miami. Oh, oh, well, that's the correct thing to do. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Uh, like, you just and then, try again, you pig. Yeah, no, and then immediately after that, she caught tuberculosis. No. Okay. She is 22. This oh, poor girl on her own in 1910 with an abandoned husband. She is doomed. <laughs> mhm. It gets worse. Oh boy. <laughs> um at the hospital, she met a German radi- radiologic technologist named Karl Tanzler. Um 
but he liked to call himself Carl von Kassel. Uh, Tanzler went by many names. Uh, he was born in Germany under the name Carl Tanzler, but with a K. And then when he moved, he changed it to a C. Uh, or George Carl Tanzler, because we don't actually know. He was born in 1877 in February in Dresden, Germany. Uh, nobody really knows a whole lot about his background because he would lie about it. Okay. Um, he what grew up he in say? Germany. Uh, he claimed to have traveled to India and Australia, where he did electrical work, bought boats, purchased the South Seas, island. He bought an island, apparently, according to him. Okay. Uh, he began building a trans-ocean flying plane at the time of World War One. Uh, he was, he said he was jailed by British authorities for safekeeping and was released at the war's end. Basically, the only thing we know from his background is that he immigrated to the U.S. in 1926 from Cuba. In 1926? In 1926. But I thought we were just in 1910. That was when, um, Elena was born, I believe. Okay. Okay, so it's 1926. He immigrates to the U.S. through Cuba and then settles down in Florida where his sister lived. Um, And then in 1927, he took a job at the U.S. Marine Hospital using the name Carl von Kausel. Okay. Because we don't really have a lot of good background checks in the 1930s. Of course. Uh, He later claimed as... A child that he was visited by visions of a dead ancestor, Countess Anna Constantina von Kausel, who revealed to him the face of his true love and soulmate. An exotic, dark-haired woman, as he would describe that. Okay. (laughs) After seeing Elena in the hospital in 1927, he was convinced she was the subject of this prophecy that was foretold to him. Uh, And with his self-professed medical knowledge, he tried to cure her with a variety of different medicines, as well as x-ray and, like, different electrical equipment that he brought to her house. Did it include leeches? There were leeches involved. That was one of his methods, actually. Ah, you know, every upstandable doctor has leeches in his belt. <laughs> I don't know why that became a thing, but it's a thing. They I were guess. like, we have to bloodlet, so we will put leeches on you to get rid of the bad blood. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, um, yeah, so he showered her with gifts, jewelry, clothing, professed his love to her. He was a very dramatic person. Uh, there is no evidence to say that Elena ever reciprocated his affections. Oh. Uh, it's most likely assumed that she was just baffled by it. Okay. Uh, I mean, what the fuck do you do when, like, this weird German immigrant is like, I love you, you're my soulmate, like, I'm gonna try and fix you. I mean, yeah, especially back then, like, even now, if some guy came and was like, you're my soulmate, and then was throwing, like, jewels and shoes and cars at you, you'd be like, um, um <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like, what? I'm who? Uh, and back then, women were more, like, they had more, what are the rules, I suppose, about social constructs? Mm-hmm. With, like, and- 
and in yeah, general, the late nineteen twenties. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's also Florida, so rules might be a little bit bendy. But she is an immigrant, but... so I'm sure she'd be a little bit concerned about being too advocating about things, maybe. Um, and then also, also I don't being, know if um, people would have been like offering to help her. Yeah, especially after you know. Her family died, she had a miscarriage, and then her husband was like, I am out. Exactly. But despite Tansler's best efforts, she died from tuberculosis at her home on October 5th, 1931. Okay, that's coming up uh, nine yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Didn't end out too well for her, unfortunately. Yeah, that uh, Tansler paid for her funeral, which her parents found really weird. Okay. Because, obviously. Yeah. Um, And he, like, made it real- Like, it was a fancy funeral. He had a mausoleum for her and everything. Like, it was what? fancy, fancy. Well, how did he have- I mean, like, who is this guy that has this much money to just drop a mausoleum <gasps> on somebody? I don't know! There's not even any confirmed information that he actually has any medical field experience. I mean, honestly, I think it probably would have been really easy to to lie back then about it because what did doctors know? I don't know. Um, <laughs> this entire situation. And then also, like, I've heard so many cases of people like going up and being like, "I can do this," and everyone was just like, "Oh, okay." Um, <laughs> okay, cool. Because yeah. there weren't like background checks or bachelor's degrees or. Mm-hmm. You know, the internet to research if you, in fact, went to that school or whatever. So, yeah, people could lie. Yeah. Okay. This is where it gets a little bit weirder. Mm-hmm. So, after the construction of the mausoleum, which is in Key West, Florida, in the Key West Cemetery. Okay. Uh, is it still there? It is still there. You can go visit it. Wow. I don't want to go to uh, Florida, though. Yeah. Also, I don't know if her body is there after all of this. I think it is, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um. After her mausoleum was built, he visited it almost every night. And, like, it was well known that he was always there by everyone in the community. Did he think uh, she was going to, like, open the door and walk out? What do you mean? What? What? Close! I mean, you said Count von Kassel, so I'm assuming there's something to do with vampires. He allegedly heard Elena calling to him from her grave, asking him to free her from her stone prison. Debatable. He later stated that Elena's spirit appeared to him when he sat next to her tomb and serenaded her with her favorite song, which is so many levels of strange. Like, you meet this man, you die, and then he's serenading you with your favorite song at your grave, and you're like, yes, my love, please free me from my stone prison. I mean, like, God. And now they don't even stop when you're dead, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Like, God, she must have been, like, gorgeous. I don't know. How, how gorgeous can someone be when they have tuberculosis? Honestly. But, like... And it gets worse. And, like, but also, like, how rude. 
That's like Hugh Hefner getting to be buried next to Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> like, rude. Let her, like, rest in peace. That's what it's right? called. Right? Let her live her afterlife. Oh, like, my, oh God. my God. I mean, she's also not there. The fact that, okay, Hamlet, you think that she came to you and was like, let me go. Also, that sounds <laughs> like someone who's saying, leave me the fuck alone in afterlife. <laughs> in ghost talk. She came back to be like, Go fuck home. <laughs> literally, fuck uh, off. Literally go to hell. Because he did that for two years. He would visit her tomb every night for two God. years. Pick another girl. Pick another girl. Pick another girl. One night in April of 1933, Tansler crept into the cemetery and removed Elena's body from the mausoleum, carting it out of the graveyard in a red toy wagon and then in took her home with him. toy wagon? What? I'm sorry. How what? this wasn't suspicious to anyone, I don't know. I'm sorry, red wagons existed before 1950? It says a toy wagon, so That's I assume. Insane. I'm sorry. What? How did... Okay, so let's assume that he's going at night, right? It's like nighttime. Yes. And like most... Cemeteries close at. Um, I know I'm making a lot of hand gestures. <laughs> Most cemeteries close at dusk because they do. Um, so, like, what did he? Did he have a key, or is he just like lifting her body and a little red wagon over the gates before? It just says he snuck and stole her body and carted it out in a wagon <laughs> before skippity bopping over the gate himself. I guess. Oh my god. Leave I don't her know alone. how you didn't get caught from anyone. Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, this poor girl. Uh, Tansler wired Elena's bones together with wire and coat hangers no. and then fitted her face with glass eyes. No. Uh, and as her skin began to decompose, he replaced it with a silk cloth that had been soaked in wax and plaster. No! And when her hair fell out, he fashioned a wig from hair that had been given to him no. by Elena's mother. Why? Why are you giving this creepy man your daughter's hair? It was right after her funeral in 1931 that her mom... Cut her had hair? given him a little bit of her hair. Oh, a little bit. And so he just has, like, three strands of hair attached to her head now? A Homer Simpson? I will send you a picture after this. Oh, I don't want it. It sounds terrifying. <laughs> he filled her cadaver with rags so that she could keep her original form. No. And he dressed Elena in her own clothing, stockings, jewelry, and gloves. No. Uh, I don't like where this is going because I know these creepy people. And so, mm -hmm. like, uh, wait, I feel like I may have even heard of this story somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, but he like, used copious no. amounts of perfume, disinfectants, no. and preserving agents. No. Uh. No, Mother Earth says, like, it's closed. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> Mother Earth was like, she's done. <laughs> Leave her alone. There are literally, like, a billion other women in the world that are alive. <laughs> And, like, I'm sorry, but who the fuck's running the cemetery that was just, like, this is fine. 
to just take her body and do whatever. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure there were rules even back then about what you could do with a person's dead body. Especially back then. Okay. Um... But yeah, he had copious amounts of perfume, disinfectants, and preserving agents to slow the decomposition because he kept her body in his bed with him. I, yeah, I think I do remember For that. For seven years. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I, not- she must have started to look like the the dead bodies in like the Philippines that they bring out, you know, every every like couple years. To mum- and they end up looking like they've mummified, except that he gave her fake eyes and stuffed her body. So yeah, she-, she doesn't look anything like that because he tried to keep her looking like she did, and it's did, terrifying. Did this bitch learn how to put makeup on? <laughs> Not well. Not well. Don't show me a picture. I, I mean, I'm gonna have to look at them for the Instagram post, but I'm not excited. <laughs> you shouldn't be. I was listening to Morva today. And at, uh, Elena was doing, I think, the Hillside Strangler because I'm a little behind. And Ash was like, she's like, I took my glasses off because I didn't want to see this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, you're going to hate this. I mean, I, I, you know. Oh, my God. Seven years. I really hope that, like, Seven whatever years. eternal spirit is out there after we're dead for us was like, honey, you don't need to be there. Like go. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I hate this man. Like, this is probably like, yep. like when they're like, how bad could it be? And it's like this one right here. <laughs> this right Count here. Von Kussel. That's how bad She literally this could not do could anything get. about it either. Well, I'm sorry. His, her mom gave him her hair. No. Yep. No. Not okay with it. I sent you the pictures. Well, I am looking at your face on my phone, so I can't see it. (laughs) Good. Smart. Uh, Okay. In October of 1940, Elena's sister, uh, Florinda, Florinda, one of her other sisters, uh, heard rumors about Tansler sleeping with the disinterred body of her sister and confronted him at his house where her body was discovered. Because uh, I would have Tansler... flipped my lid. Like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what would your reaction to that be? Being like, <laughs> what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to go I... in here and get my sister. And I will walk out of here with her stiff body. Because you don't get to yeah. just kidnap someone's family and live with their corpse. I For seven years. No. For any of it, any length of time. Never. <laughs> uh, Tansler was arrested and detained for desecrating Elena's tomb. Stealing her corpse was not illegal at the time. Stealing a corpse for is not some illegal, reason. but desecrating nope. a tomb is. I mm-hmm. feel like they go hand in hand. Yep. You know, apparently not in Florida. Uh, Tansler was examined by psychiatrists, but they found him mentally competent to stand trial. After a preliminary hearing, though, the charges were dismissed because the statute of limitations for the crime had expired. What was the statute of limitations? Five years? Three Something months? Something like that, yeah. 
Um, great. Yeah, so he never got put in prison for any of that. Uh, and to make it worse, the public mood in general towards Tansler was sympathetic. No. After hearing all of this. They didn't Many... have a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not like Many it was his people... wife. Right, not a woman that he'd known for, like, two years and then went to her tomb for another two years and then stole her body. No, stop romanticizing this shit. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, many people viewed him as romantic. No. Uh, That's wrong. There was... (laughs) That's wrong. That is not correct. (laughs) That is not correct. Uh, There was no conclusive evidence at the time that Carl had sex with her court. Oh, he uh, 100% did. 100% yes, absolutely. Did. You do not sleep with mm-hmm. a corpse for seven years and not do something to that person. Yeah, and then they examined her body later and they were like, oh yeah, absolutely. She, there was just like seven years of dried white boys in there? <laughs> I don't know exactly. I'm sorry, that was a something bad, like that. like, analogy but i thought i had to think of a different thing on the spot because i didn't want to say that (laughs) the white boys (laughs) the the white boys (laughs) okay Uh, starship enterprises in the aftermath of the discovery tansler left key west florida uh and returned yeah he returned to live with his sister uh did she know back Mm-hmm. Everyone oh knew, and he wrote an autobiography that appeared oh in Pulp Magazine. What in nineteen forty seven? What and he became a U.S. citizen in Tampa in nineteen fifty. Florida, stop. Uh, yeah, he never got over his obsession with her, and he created a death mask of her as the basis for a life size dummy. Which he kept in his bed until his death in 1952. Oh my god. Yeah. Did, like... And... Yeah, he died on the floor of his home on July 3rd, and that's all I got for you on this man. But, like, okay, um... Did did they... I know that it said, like, that he... That there's not really clear if she reciprocated, but, like, did she sleep with him, like, even one time? Nope. Because she was dying no was of able tuberculosis. To, yeah, no one was able to find anything that she ever felt anything towards this man. I don't understand how that happens. And he just threw his whole life away to live with her even though she was dead and not there. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I do not like it. Mm -hmm. I told you you weren't going to like this one. But it does sound familiar. I feel like I've heard it somewhere. Probably. It's mentioned a lot when people talk about necrophilia. You know, there are just surprising amounts of necrophilia that just happen all the time. And nobody Mm -hmm. really talks about it enough. Like, many serious... Many serial killers are also necrophiliacs, and people do not really talk about it, but going back to, like, I just spent 
three weeks with the morbid girls not really i wish but listening to them talk about the 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 what was it fuck i just had it the hillside strangler which also was la based um but like ted bundy was actually brought or went to cops because he was reading about things that were happening and was like oh this sounds like me um i think it was the hillside strangler maybe it was different um but was like oh this sounds like me and what i did and so you should be watching bodies because they are probably going back to the bodies and spending time with it and it's like disgusting yeah like zodiac jeffrey dahmer oh yeah bundy bundy so many so many of them so I many i think even ed Gaines, um after cutting off his mom's head decided to i believe so do yes stuff with her mouth i don't know why i'm being mm-hmm. so like careful we're not usually on this show we tell you what happens as it happens but yeah i just i don't know why i feel like i don't want to talk about it today just this poor girl yeah, I really hope her body, like, her spirit just passed on. Like, she didn't need to see it, you know? She didn't, you know, like, all the lovely bones. She didn't need to know what mm-hmm. was happening to her body. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, <sighs> that is all I have for you in this wackadoo of a case. Oh my god, I hated every second of that. And I am not looking forward to getting pictures for the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I sent you one picture of her Fine. as Fine. she was found, go and then one as she's she looked pretty. in real life. I mean, yeah, she's, she's very pretty. pretty. What it, I don't see another picture. Oh, oh, that is scary. Yep. And yeah, did not do it well. Because why are her lips Mm-mm. so close to her nose? And what are these eyebrows and that hair? Mm-hmm. That hair is sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, she's beautiful and you made her look scary. Yeah, no, she's gorgeous. No, and poor girl was only like 22. Ugh. Oh, consumption. Oh, consumption. I mean, I don't know what she would have done had she actually got better. I hope she would have just skipped town. Yeah, for real. She didn't have any reason to stay there anymore. No. Oh my gosh. Oh well. I hated that. Oh well. Yep. I like it when I can give you episodes I know that you're gonna hate. Well, I had a lot of... It's just the audacity of men. (laughs) (laughs) She, the she audacity died. of men. She died before she could give you the bird, and you decided that, hey, she never said no exactly. I will keep her here forever. And everyone was just okay with it. Yep. The audacity of men is the whole reason why we're here. And they were like, ah, so romantic. He couldn't let her go, even in death. And you're like, he yeah. never had her. <laughs> Honestly. And also, if you, I swear to God, if you, Joshua, ever steal my body and prop it, <laughs> I think oh, I have asked you if you would do this before. 
if you would steal my body and live with it, even all dead and stuff, because you love me so much, you wouldn't let me die. Like, you were like, no, she's just laying down. No, that would fuck me up. I'd be too sad. It's gross. That's the answer. You should say, no, I love you too much <laughs> to do that to you because you want to be cremated. Oh, yes. I forgot you want to be cremated. No one's doing shit with my body unless they make coffee. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd look over and I'd see you and I'd be like, you're not alive. I'm sorry. So, like, that's how I feel about taxidermy. People who taxidermy their dogs. No. It's like, your dog will never, like, and they put their favorite ball by it. I'm like, your dog never plays with the ball anymore. That's so fucking sad. It would make me very sad to, like, never be able to, like, get a reaction from my dog. Yeah. Oh. Maybe real life ghost stories did this. I don't remember. Possibly. It might have, but It's like, not as covered as I thought it would have been. But Um Yeah. I guess because there really wasn't like a huge like criminal case well, yeah. because they had to dismiss everything because apparently seven years is too long to be able to get you for holding a body in your room that doesn't belong to you. Well, he also, like, it wasn't like he just left her body there. It's like, he changed her body. Yeah, it and looks y'all just... like, you'll see if you go to her Instagram, uh, she looks nothing like her. So there was definitely some, like, body mutation or disfiguring. I mean, how mm-hmm. did he get all the? How did he get all of the rags in her? Like, how did he do that? I mean, he still worked as a hospital. He was a radiologist. Yeah, but like, did he have to like cut into her in order to? So a lot of people say that he just took stuff from the hospital. What? A lot of people just said that he took shit from the hospital. Oh, shit from the hospital. I know, but like, I'm saying like. To fill her up with rags in order to, like, prop up her body from condensing on itself, would he have had to, like, cut open parts in order to fill it with rags? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And why do I feel like I remember a thing about having to, like, reconstruct the vagina in order to be able to do the things that he was doing with her? I believe he had to do that, too. Yeah. I didn't find anything about that because nobody likes to talk about that, uh but I believe it. I feel like I remember that factoid. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Oodles of fun. (laughs) Oh, well. um, (laughs) Should we tell them the things? (laughs) Yes. You can look at all of our creepy pictures on our Instagram at nope underscore um underscore scared. Follow us like I should have said. I'm always happy to chat with you guys. And you can send uh, comments, questions, and concerns. And if you have stories of your own, be it spooky or true crime related, to our email, which is nope, I'm scared podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and wherever you are, you can rate and subscribe and whatever. Um, but please, please be out there, everybody, with the way the world is, uh, be safe. Uh, in in bridesmaids quoting you never know what people are and it's even if they're living with you and that's what's scary 
Um, but don't do not go stealing bodies and do not go hiking when you're a person of interest and always watch the news. All of the above. Always watch the news. I cannot even handle it. And I don't and like it's not over. Like this week is gonna continue with more things and what mm-hmm. in the world is happening in Libra season. We'll just keep updating. Oh boy. Please stay safe out there and stay please, spooky. Please. Stay spooky inside safely. We don't wanna have to cover your case. I, I just want everyone to be happy and healthy and safe above everything else. Yeah, I don't, I mm-hmm. definitely, I don't even know how I would feel if one of our listeners ended up being a Gabby Petito. Like, how, that's insane. Uh, yeah, I wonder how Morbid is feeling. I like, have no, I haven't, I'm behind, so I I haven't heard them talk about it at all yet. Oh, all right, so. <sighs> Uh, stay awful. Stay tuned for next week, and um, thank you for listening to this crazy, crazy hodgepodge, news-breaking, creepy, disgusting episode. Yep. Um, All right. Stay safe out there, ghosts and ghouls. Stay safe, ghosts and ghouls. All right. Bye. Bye.